Gemara Betza Daf Chavav At the Mishnah and Cafe Amul Bet. Now let's do this stuff. Okay, so you know what a bechor is. You have the firstborn animal. So you have to give it to the kohen, and the kohen uh, can make shechita, uh, but he has to put some on the mizbeach. He cannot use it for himself. He has to give it to the mizbeach. But if there's a mum, when it's mum kavua, so then it becomes the kohen's property. If there's a blemish, and the blemish is a permanent blemish. So then the coin is able to keep it. Well, we can eat it anyway. It doesn't have to eat anything new. Shalayim. It's considered the mamon of the Kohen. Okay, so now the deen in the Mishnah is like, Bechor shenafar lebor. We have a Bechor, the animal. And it fell into the pit. Rashi says, Bechor bizman azeh. En nishchat belo mum. You need a moon, you can't do anything. You can't bring it on the Mizbeah because it's Kadashim. The Me'elavu Kadosh, it's born as Kadosh. If you slaughter the Bechor when it's still complete, so you're slaughtering Kadashim Bachutz. So it's Hayab Karet. So what happened? The Bechor fell into the Bor. You don't know what it is now. It's in a pit. You don't know if it's, uh, if it's a moon, there's no moon on it. Now what do you want to do? So she says, Furthermore, you have a big problem. Why don't you just wait? After Yom Tov, you'll go down to the board and you'll retrieve it. Now in the interim, you're going to die down there. And if it dies, you lose the whole animal. So therefore, you want to send somebody down in order to check to see if it has a mumkabua. Who do you want to send down? An expert. So Yomara says... Let the mumchay, the expert, go down and let him check it out. As she says, somebody that knows mumim, he knows whether it's a permanent mum or he knows if it's a, a mum that's going to pass, and he'll, uh, he'll give a ruling for you. And what? And if it's a mum kavua, bring it out, lift it out of the board, and uh, slaughter it. The Mishnah says, "Im yesh bo mum, and if there is a mum kavua, yale v'yishchot, bring it out of the board and uh, slaughter it. Ve'im lav lo yishchot, and if there is no mum kavua, so it sounds like leave it there, lo yishchot, leave it there. Rashi, im yesh bo mum, al korhak lebiuda mukse itle. We know that already throughout Masechet uh, Shabbat." The Biyuda is the one that's usually strict when it comes to the laws of Mukseh. Oh, so she's giving me information now. If the mum fell in the animal on Yom Tov, it's Mukseh already. Because it went into the holiday, Yedat wasn't to eat it. So it cannot be talking about where it developed the mum on Yom Tov. So then what's the case? We said it fell into the bore. We wanted to develop it. So he says, "The haki kamar bechor ba'al mum shelorau le'achem be'odjom natiro." Which is, you knew something happened to the animal before Yom Tov. That means it developed something. 
You just didn't know if it's a mum kavua or not a mum kavua. But there was something on it. And then it fell into the board on Yom Tov. When I fell into the board on Yom Tov, Yered mum chavir e mum shaya bo etmon. So that she gives me very important info here. That the guy who's you're sending down is checking the moon that was developed from yesterday. If it's a moon kavua, bring it out and make shaita. Why is it not mukseh? Because yesterday already his mind was on it. Already he saw something was on the animal from the day before, so already his mind going into Yom Tov was this if, if this is a moon kavua. I'm going to use it. I'm going to benefit from it. V'imlad lo yishchot. Rabbi Shimon Omer. Rabbi Shimon says, "Kol she'en momon nikame be'on yom en ze min hamuchan." Rabbi Shimon is strict in the Mishnah. He says, "Lav mishum mukse asale dalet le mukse." We know that already. Rabbi Shimon is not a mukse issue because Rabbi Shimon is lenient when it comes to mukse. So therefore, what's the reason why you cannot uh, go down and check the animal and uh, give a ruling on it? Uh-huh. Technical problem, according to the Bishamon. You can't check Mumin on Yom Tov. Why? By sending the expert down to the pit and giving a ruling on him, his ruling is going to fix the animal. And that's the ikimit takint. You cannot make halachic uh, rulings on mumim on Yom Tov. Like you're giving, you're making a ruling. The gazur ben mishum shivut. The mesud rabbanan. The haki ka'amad. Ena tarato eter. Ena mukhan nekshir. When you see the word ena mena mukhan, you think it's mukseh. But she says, when it says, En mena mukhan, it's not a mukseh issue. En mukhan, there's no way I can prepare this animal to be kosher. Let it die. I'm not worried about Sarabai Hayim. I'm not worried about Sarabai Hayim. I'm not worried about any of these issues. Bottom line, the Bishu has a problem. I can't send the rabbi down to check it because now I have to check Mumin on Yom Tov. Ah, but my dot was on it, beautiful. Your dot was on it, and everything is good, and uh, no mukseh. But bottom line, he's a a banan. To make rulings of such, where you're matining an animal on Yom Tov. Maybe, maybe that's a terhad shelo litzorich. What do you stop getting out of pel? Kasala ben Achayim, and he doesn't tell you what, what to do by taking him out of the pit. He just says you cannot send the guy down to make the uh, make the rule. No, 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 mukseh. It's not mukseh. Mishnah <laughs> What's the ma'lokit between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon? Ine ma'bero in mumin kamipalge. Maybe it's a simple ma'lokit. Are you allowed to see mumin on Yom Tov or not? Did Rabbi Huda savaru in mumin biyom Tov? Did Rabbi Shimon savar enu in mumin biyom Tov? It's a special ma'lokit. Are you allowed to see mumin or are you not allowed to see mumin? 
ולפלגו ברואים ומין דעלמא סונדוק בקסר ובחלוקר אולי אתה גם יהיה קייס ואתה בכור פלנטרפט וסונדוק דגיידה אני מסכים לרגל לקייס אני אמתו ויהיה בכור and you want to know if there's a mum or not the Buddha says you could let the guy rabbi, rabbi uh, to check it out and the Mishra says not what do you have to create a whole uh, story for Rashi Inema Beruin Ravadai Mishum Mukseh Lo Avitamayu we know it's not a Mukseh issue the Epka Shemin and the Hum it's the opposite the Mishra doesn't know the Mukseh and still he holds it's a Sur Ena Mishum Reiyat Mum the Mishra wants to let En Ruin Kevan Dabi Leki Yoshe Vedandin it's like you're regularly giving a ruling on your tongue, which you're not allowed to do. So the sheep says, Don't give me the case of Nafal Lebor. Just give me Stam. A case where you have a Bechor on, on ground. And uh, the Bishop says, You can't call the rabbi. The Bishop says, You can't call the rabbi. The Bishop says, Bechor, Shinafal Lebor, Estherichale. No, I'll tell you why we gave this case. Because I do. Salka data kamina, Mishum tsa'ar. That's the one. ושום צער בעלי חיים לערים ולסכן. זה מייבי בקוס יא מצער בעלי חיים מישהו, זה אנימל סופרינג אין דה בור. So maybe you're allowed to do a ha'arama. Ha'arama is like a subterfuge. And you're allowed to say to yourself, for sure it fell into the board, for sure it has a mum kavua on it, and then for sure you could take it out of the board. You can tell the rabbi for sure that the rabbi has a moon, found to the board has a moon on it. Uh, for sure, no problem. Right? I can take it out. I'm thinking no problem. And where do you see that you're allowed to make a little harama when it comes to Sadam Rahayim? Can it be Yeshua? Why would it be Yeshua say? Remember he said, Otoved Beno fell into a boat. You know, you're not allowed to store the animal and the mother in the same day. So they both fell into the boat. So you want to get both of them out. So you take the first one, so I'm going to store the mother. And then when you take the mother out, you say, you know what? I changed that one, I have a sword of the, the child. So end up you taking both out of the board with the harama. So maybe you would think that, what? I can do the same thing over here. And uh, before I send the rabbi down, just uh, take it out. And as soon as there was a move, look at that, she says, La'arim, Zomar badayim sabomu. If it's choice, you're going to find the move, therefore take it out. Kamash ma'lan, that what? That you can't take it out the harama. It's got to go in. Oh, so really the ma'lokir is, can you check mumin on Yom Tov or not? Hadush White says, fell on the board. It's a teaching, you can't take it out of the board. You got to leave it in the board, and you cannot make a ha'arama. So why does the Mishnah say that what? At the end of the Mishnah says, ve'imlav lo yishchot. It should say, ve'imlav lo ya'alevi yishchot. The issue over here is taking it out of the board. Which means the point of the Mishnah now is, is double. Part of it is the Hadushim taking it out or not. So if there's a moon, the Hadushim the Mishnah is, you can take it out of the board. And if there's no moon, you can't take it out. Why at the end of the Mishnah it says, the Imlav, if there's no moon, lo yishhot. It sounds like at the end of the Mishnah it's out of the board already. Shouldn't the Mishnah say, the Imlav, not lo yishhot? Lo yaleh. Everything is in the, in the board. Why does the end of the Mishnah just say, and if there's no moon, lo yishchot. No, no yishchot. It's in the board. It should say, lo yalev yishchot. So when it says, lo tzericha de'avad la'aske. The sefer of the Mishnah is to know where you took it out. Which means there's two cases in the Mishnah. The first case in the Mishnah is in the board. And what's the Hadush? You got to send the guy down. 
We're not going to be lenient to make a harama and say, oh, it's probably okay. So you sent the guy down, and the guy went and said, the butai, there's a mukavua over here. Oh, there's a mukavua. Bring it up and make shahita. The imlav, which means you didn't send the, the guy down. You went and you took it, you took it up. Oh, you took it up without, uh, illegally you took it up. You shouldn't have taken it up. So now the deen is, and what? There's a mukavua. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. You took it up, but you took it up before. Uh, so now they're going to tell you, I would have thought that what? You can make shaita on it. That you can't make shaita on it. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? How can you make shaita on it? It's, uh, there's no moon. So the Gemara says, No, they fell a moon on it. On Yom Tov. Fell a moon on Yom Tov. What do I keep a fellow mum on Yom Tov? Ah, Muksehu. If a fellow on Yom Tov, the mum, the short Muksehu. Because we're going into Yom Tov, there was no edibility uh, of it. Here in the Fadbe Mum, over, Me'ariv Yom Tov. The case where there was a mum over already on Ariv Yom Tov. So your mind was on it because could be this mum is going to develop it to something. Now that it fell into the board, when it fell into the board, it became a mum kavua. I would have thought that what? That since his mind's on it, uh, and he can slaughter it. So now we have to read the Mishnah at two levels. There's two cases in the Mishnah. Let's go slow. First case is Pashut. Fell into the board, send the rabbi down, let him give a ruling. If the ruling is bring it out of the board, and Otherwise, don't take it out of the board. Oh, so what's the second case? You took it out of the board. Oh, where should you take it out of the board? Uh, nobody asked me. I did. That's why it doesn't say lo yalevi yishot. Because I took it out. Oh, so now what do you do? Bring it to the rabbi. Then the hadush mishnah is then the hadush mishnah is lo yishot. Of course lo yishot. It fell into the board. So because fell into the board means you're not to shachid. So you took it out. But there's a it's shalem. No, it's not shalem. It developed the moment you're told. Oh, good. It developed the moment you're told. Bring the house of mukseh. Everybody holds a mukseh in that case. If it develops the boom of your tov, it's a mukseh. So therefore, how could you show? No! It developed the moon before Yom Tov. It developed the moon kavua before Yom Tov, so what's the question? No, no. It developed the moon sheno kavua before Yom Tov. So his mind was possibly on it, and now it turned into a, uh, a moon kavua. So I would have thought that if you took it out of the board, you shouldn't have taken it out. If you took it out, you can make shaita on it. Kamash ma'lan, you can't. Why can't you? Lashi. Takadashi. Vamukseru. Imet mo'alu avebe munkla'al. If there was no mum on it from Erev Yom Tov, pshita de lo yishkot. Dashim ena de biyuda bekame dukhte deit le mukse. Ha de biyuda alza mukse. Kamash ma'lan, de'ilu ava kabua me'erev yom tov, lo yishkot mishum demukse ma'amat isur haba, iname mishum da'abad da'aske. She gives two reasons. You know why you can't slaughter the animal? Number one, because having a, 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 a mum she'enu kabua doesn't make it not mukse. Bottom line, if you knew that this was a mum she'enu kabua, so therefore your mind is not on it. Therefore it's still mukseh. Therefore I don't care if you took it out of the board. Lo yishchot, lo yishchot, mukseh. Second answer, it's not mukseh. But penalty. Why should you take it out of the board? 
we don't want you going to make Tircha like this and bringing things out of the board like this. The rule was you got to bring the rabbi down and let him check it. Avad Kanas on the guy. Aye, but the rabbi said it's a Mum Kavua now. And my mind was on it from uh, before you. Everything is very nice. But you're penalizing the guy because you shouldn't have went down to take it. That's the way you learned the Mishnah. No. No. After, very good. So you, 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 you jumped the gun. You jumped the gun. All of a sudden we see the guy going down to the board. Hey, did you call a rabbi first? No, no, no. I'm, I'm taking it out. Why are you taking it out? Uh, probably it has a, a mum on it and all that. Well, they should take it out. The Mishnah doesn't want you to look at Tercha unless you know it's for sure uh, legitimate. That's the cases of the Mishnah. Go further, Gemara. Bidiuk. That's the first case in the Mishnah. If you would have sent the rabbi down, and the rabbi would have told him, hey, it's good. It's good. Baruch Abba. Bring it up. Bring it up. Make sure I have lunch. Comes the Gemara and says, Terabanan. Get this case good. Bechor Tam. Maza Bechor Tam. Bechor. It does not have a blemish. It's tam. It's shalem. Shenafal lebor. It fell into the bor. Rabbi Yudah Nasi. This is not the Yudah of our Mishnah. This is Rabbi Yudah Kadosh. Rabbi Yudah Nasi. Omer yered mumche v'yireh im yesh bo mum yale v'yishchot v'im lab lo yishchot. Sounds like our Mishnah, right? No, it's Oh, very good. Now, he doesn't say like we learned in our Mishnah. We learned in our Mishnah, it developed something before Yom Tov. Right? And therefore, the guy's mind was on it. Yes? So therefore, you don't have a Mukse issue. And now you're sending the rabbi down to see if it developed, if that, if that was a mum of... Kavua uh, and We had to learn the case like that in the Mishnah because we know to do the Oz of Mukseh. So if your mind was not go- on it going into the Yom Tov, game over. So we had to learn the case. Somebody developed it before Yom Tov and then just sending the rabbi down to see if that moon was a Kavua or not because we had to deal with a Mukseh issue. Rashi learns here that the Biudan Nasi doesn't hold of. Rabbi Yehuda Bamishnah. Stam Rabbi Yehuda and the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, but Rabbi Elai. This is clearly Rabbi Yehuda and Nasi. And he doesn't give the stipulation if it developed something from before Yom Tov. Stam. Before Yom Tov, there was nothing. There was no development or zero, and it fell into the board. And it's possible that it developed this Mum Kavua on Yom Tov. Rabbi Yehuda and Nasi does not have and his Hadush is called the Rabbi, and if he tells you, yes, Five minutes ago, this animal developed a moon. Mutar. Why? Because the Mewud has a little more lenient when it comes to the Muqsa issue. He's going to say, guy's mind is always on that Bechor, that it might develop a moon, and if it develops a moon, he's going to be, uh, he's going to eat it. He also Muqsa. He just is more uh, lenient when it comes to the rule of Muqsa. That's one way of learning the Mewud Nasi. That she then makes a different way of learning to make the Bihuda Nasi equal to the Bihuda of our Mishnah. So there's two ways of learning the Bihuda Nasi. We're teaching it the way that she learns initially. Let's read the initial Pshad of Nasi. Look at Nasi. Bechor tam shenafal debor. Garsina de baraita. Delet le mokseh. 
Clearly. So that is a Biudanasi. It could have a mum any moment, therefore his mind is on it. Yered Mumhe Velolani Biliske. Okay, good. The Buddha does agree, you can't take it out. You have to send the Mumhe downstairs. And the Buddha and see who it be. Sam is giving you the information on the sheet. It's not the Buddha of Mishnah. They say Tam Rabiuda or Buddha Brabilai. Stam Rabiuda and the Mishnah is Buddha Brabilai. This is not the Buddha Brabilai. Imir's Bumum, Afiluna Falbo, Ayom. Clearly, even if the moon developed today, Yale, Vishkot, they let them Muxebe Behor. They beam laugh. Now what's the Vim Lab mean? Continue. Vim Lab. And you transgressed it. And you, you brought it out of the pit. Lo Yishchot. Afilu Nafal Bamum. Nechara Alaa. Vekin Asahu. Mishum. Da'abad Aske. Beautiful. Knas. Where should you take it out of the board? Yeah, but Rabbi, uh, there's a Mum Kavu on it. You're right, there's a Mum Kavu on it. But you shouldn't take it out of the board. We don't want you to make a Tarkhal like this on your top. The rule is you check it in the board. So that's the way that she learns. Then he brings an alternate interpretation to make the Biuda exactly like the Biuda of Amishnah. And he brings a different Gersa over here. But we're taking the first Gersa of, of uh, Rashi. Like, they continue. Rabish, Amar Lord Rabish, Rondo Menasya. Rabish, Rondo Menasya tells Rabi Yehuda Nasi. Hare Amru. And Ro'in Mumin Be'yom Tov. You're not allowed to look at Mumim on Yom Tov. Look at Who's had Amru? Who's the rabbi that said it? The Bishamon of Amishnah. Didn't we say the Bishamon of Amishnah says, mm-hmm. And we learned, who's the Bishamon of Amishnah, by the way? That's right, the great rabbi, the Bishamon of Yahai. So the Bishamon of Amishnah says, Hey, the Bishamon Already we have great rabbis that lived in the generations before us. And they said, and you're coming along with Tommy, send the rabbi down, let him check it. We don't do this. Already, who's these Dorot? She says, Labotenu, Dorot, Shlefanenu. And we mean, the Rabbi Shimon ben Yokaim, the Dorot, Shlefanemaya. The Rabbi Tamidoaya. The Rabbi is a Tamid of Rashbi. And the Rabbi is a Rubin. It's a Shabbat. Amar bi kishayti lo bintura etzer bi shimon betokeya. Fine. The kamal le bi shimon menatzer bi harin nechlekub adroch nefanenu brezil lechumra. How could you be lenient on this? We have the rabbis that came. Who your rabbi? The bi shimon bar yochai was magmir on this. And and in momim bi yom tov. So Gemara says, ketzad. So now I can give you a case. We'll give three scenarios. It's important to get the three scenarios good. Three halakhic cases we're giving now. Case number one. Nolad bo yom tov. It's got a mum already, me'erev yom tov. But you, you don't know what it is. It develops something. And the bakirim otob yom tov. This is what Menashe is saying. You can't check it on yom tov. Ah, but there's something there. We told you, Emi Bakrim Yom Tov. Rashi. Rabbi Shimon ben Hashem Faresh Milted Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Rabbi Shimon is going to explain Rashi's opinion. Vaki Kamar. Hare Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. And Ro'in Mumin. 
כיצד? נולד בו מום ערב יום טוב. הם מבקרים אותו לקטע חינה. תראו שקט. דירפון טוב פתאום יהיה. סתם. סתם, just develop something, so can we bring the rabbi? You don't do this. אבל אם עבר הוא בקרו, he went against הלכה. He brought the rabbi, and he checked it, ושעתו, אבל אם עבר הוא בקרו, שעתו. לא בשעתו, שעתו. If you brought the rabbi with the abad, all right, you can make שחיתה. שהרי אין הוא מתקן כל כך. שהרי קרוב היה בין השמשות להיות מתוקן. שלא מחוסר אלה ליד אחר. There was something there already. All was missing is the rabbi's ruling. So even the Bishamomar Yohai will say, in this case, we're not canassing you. Add something before you talk. Don't ask the Bishamomar Yohai. Can I send the rabbi to check it? Do not. And Ruin Mumim Beyom Tov. I sent the rabbi already. He checked it. I checked it already. Did it have a moon before Yom Tov? It had something. Okay. With the Avad, you can make sure I tell it. No problem. That's case number one. Obviously. But you didn't know what it was. You didn't know what it was. It was a moon cover and you knew what it was. Nobody has to tell you anything. Okay. No, that was a moon. Not the Amud Bet. Be Yom Tov. Now there's two columns of Rashi over here. Be'yom tov. Ve'im nolad bo'mum be'yom tov. Be'zu ha'ya rabi Shimon ben Yohai yomer. E'en ze'e mena mukhan. Ve'afilu a'varu be'kero. Lo yishchot. Shukim etakeno de'gamre. Exactly. If the animal developed the onion tov, that's very too much. Then the Bishim wants to do not bring the rabbi be'chlal. And even if you brought him... No good. Not because of Mukse, because now already you're metakening the animal. Mama, she's bishlamah the case before. It's not such a tikkun because already the animal had something. So you're just revealing what was there already. Here, on Yom Tov going into Yom Tov, nothing wrong with the animal. Now on Yom Tov something happens. So you're giving her a lucky ruling on Yom Tov. The Bishlamah says even with the avad, if the rabbi checked it, no good. So there's a big difference in the case number one and case number two. Case number one is what with the avad. Okay. Case number two, I feel with the Avad. No good. Now, case number three. Veshawin. Sheim nolad hu umumu imo. Shazemena mukhan. What does that mean? Very good. It was born with a mum. Even if Isha Mom in your eyes, it was born with a mum on Yom Tov. I was Yom Tov. Doesn't matter. It was born with a mum. It was Mutat. There's no problem. You don't need a rabbi. It was born with a mum. רגשי, בשבין, אבל בזו היו מודים חולקים שבין יהודה ורבי שמעון, שאם נולד היום, ומומו עמו, זה מן המוכן, שאין בזה משום תיקון ומשום דין, שלא הייתו בו חזקת איסור מעולם. It's mutar, because you're allowed to slaughter the mother, and whatever's inside is... Okay, it doesn't have a din of bechor when it's still in the mother's womb. So therefore it's mutar. When it came out of the womb, the the rabbis were standing right there at the time it emerged from the womb. So there was never a time where it was as soon. The second it came out of the womb, the rabbis made a psak, mutar. So therefore what? In the case where it was born on Yom Tov, Rabbi Shimon says... You're not metakening anything. When, when do we say the Bishon holds is metaken? When it was Asur, or had a Haskat Isur, and then you're reversing it. 
Now shaken in this case over here, it was always mutar. It was mutar when it was the mother's womb, because no dina bechor when it's in the mother's womb. So you can sort the mother and the child automatically is permissible. And when it came out of the womb, the rabbis were standing right there. So it's not like we thought it was asur for a second. The rabbis gave a psak immediately. It, it continued. It's, it was a continual eter. So even if Bishom and Yochai will say such a animal is mutar in you. So you have three cases. Case number one is bidi avad. It's okay. If it had something before Yom Tov. Case number two, it developed on Yom Tov the Abad is problematic. And case number three, the Kata'ila is Mutar. That's why the three cases are written separately, because each case has a different Psak. So Gabran says, Darash Rabbah, Barabuna, Dolad, who? Ummu'imu, the Bakirimoto, be Yom Tov, the Kata'ila. Rabbah saw this bright, this bright that we just quoted. He saw case number three. And he says, of case number three, you see clearly that what? That if it was born on Yom Tov or the moon, it's mutalak and ta'ila to slaughter it. Not to slaughter it, to check it with the rabbis, and then slaughter it. Ahmad ibn Ahmad. Abad tani. So my father had a different bright. Imabaru bikiro mebukar. Wow. My father's bright has said, Bidi Abad. You come along and say it's Mutalakataida. There was a few bright thoughts floating around over here. So Rabak comes along and says, Ah, and the bright I just read, it sounds like it's Mutar even. So Rabbi Ahmad says, No, my father didn't have the bright like that. My father said that even if it was born on Yom Tov, it's only Mutar Bidi Abad. Abayek comes on and takes sides. He says, It makes sense to learn like Rabbadim. <laughs> Okay, like we learned there's three cases and the fact that there's three cases the first case sounds like what that if it had something before Yom Tov you shouldn't check it but with the Avad it's okay that's case number one case number two is it develops something on Yom Tov itself of it developed on Yom Tov itself even with the Avad it's no good and case number three it's master, you can even check it. Otherwise, why would he give you three separate cases? If the first and the third case had the same ruling, you should have put them together. Which means, if case number one is a bidi abad, and case number three is a bidi abad, bunch them together. From the fact that you put each case separately, means each case has a separate deen. Case number one, is okay if you checked it. Case number two, where it developed on Yom Tov, even with the Abad, it's no good. And case number three, is even the Kata'ina. So therefore, Abayah is saying it makes sense what the Rabbah said. From the fact that we learned in the Bright that three distinct cases, it's much that each case has a different Psakalaka. The Gemara says, Ki He came. Where did he come from? From Balin. Okay, from yeah, yeah. And he had a bright in his pocket. 
And it said in the Brayta like this: Ben shenolad b'omum me'arev yom tov, uben shenolad b'omum be'yom tov. Whether it developed the moon me'arev yom tov, or whether it developed the moon on yom tov, hakamim omrim enzim enamuchan. Which means they add the first two cases together. That means they learned the first two cases are asur even with the abad. And therefore, case number three is saying it's not mutar lechatayla, it'll only be mutar b'diavad, which is the way they had the cases. Was two of the three cases are asur b'diavad, and therefore the third case you don't have to say it's lechatayla. The third case I can say it's only asur lechatayla, but it's asur lechatayla, but b'diavad it's okay. Which means we have two different brayton over here. The bright of Rabbi Yoshaya's mashma that if it was born on Yom Tov with a moon, it's only b'diavad permissible, not lechatayla. Ve'ela kashiach. I will write the first bright. So Rabbi Yoshaya's bright. What about the first bright? With the three cases, Gemara says, "Hahi adab bar uchmi." The first bright is the bright of adab bar uchmi. His brightot are not legitimate. No, no, his brightot have mistakes in No, 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 don't go with that first brightot. First brightot is the three cases. Now the brightot is Shimbushim. Shabbai is. What did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah clearly said, if the moon is not Nikar, it's Asur. It's Asur to check it on Yom Tov. Now Gemara says, my in Nikar. What does it mean if the moon was not recognizable? Which didn't, it didn't develop anything before Yom Tov. Of course. I don't really be sure what to tell me. In the Pashut case, where there was nothing before Yom Tov and it developed on Yom Tov, for sure to be sure, like a to check the Mumin on Yom Tov in such a case, that's a Tikkun Gamur. Ah, Ela developed the Mum before Yom Tov. He just didn't show it to the rabbi. What do you see from the Mishnah? That even if it developed the Mum from before Yom Tov, and it sounds like it is Asur. Asur even with the Avad. Shma'amina, like the second Braita, that even if, it, even if it had something before Yom Tov, it develops something. You should show it to the rabbi. What is, it, what is the Mishra's language in the Mishnah? And Zemunamukhan. No good. Afilu with the Avad. You can't check it by the rabbi. And even if you checked it, we're not letting you show it. And Zemunamukhan. So it's like the second opinion. That's more strict that even if it developed something on the end of your third moment, your eye says, Very nice. You ready for the next case? Any questions on this? Good. Hilel is the question to Rava. Yesh Muksil Ajishabat or Muksil Ajishabat? Famous question. I know something goes into Mukse Shabbat Mukse Mukse stays Mukse all Shabbat. But what if the item changes statuses? Could you say there's a concept of Mukse Lachatzi Shabbat, which means can an item 
go into Shabbat, not mukse, then be mukse for a little while, then come back to be not mukse. <clears throat> Can items change statuses? Or is it all or nothing? We always learn mukse. It goes to the Ben Hashemashot, mukse, mukse, all Shabbat. Or it goes to the Ben Hashemashot, not mukse, not mukse, all Shabbat. Now we want to know, can things change status on Shabbat? So give us, what's the case? Heki dame. Eid e'azeh ben Hashemashot. E'azeh. If it was ra'oi ben Hashemashot coming into Shabbat, it's ra'oi. It's not mukse. Eid e'azeh, la'azeh. And if it's not ra'oi going into ben Hashemashot, that's not ra'oi. So what's the... Lot sadiqa. So the case is talking about it was Ra'ui bin Hashemashot and then temporarily it became not Ra'ui and then it became Ra'ui again. Going into Shabbat it was okay. Something happened to it on Shabbat it became not okay, not, not usable and then it came back. Do we say such a thing as mukse or not? Vadar idhe, vadar ilzi. My amaliyish mukse. He said that said it's mukse. That means it's mukse la hati Shabbat. Because going into Shabbat was not mukse. Going into Shabbat at uh, six o'clock was bina shemashot. Six o'clock the item was raui. Seven o'clock the item was raui. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning the item became mukse. Two o'clock in the afternoon, it became non-mukse again. I want to know now at two o'clock in the afternoon, when it became non-mukse again, can I use it? He says, no, yes, mukse la'azi Shabbat. Since on Shabbat, it had a time where it was not ra'ui, it becomes not ra'ui. Even though going into Ben Hashun was okay. Bottom line, there was a moment on Shabbat where it became not ra'ui. Yes, mukse la'azi Shabbat. That's how he answered him, yes? Etibe. He's going to bring a question to this concept. Remember one of the cases in the Braita was if the animal was born on Yom Tov and it had a mum so even the Bishamon Bar Yochai said according to the Braita it's okay if it was born with the mum it's okay so the Gemara says the Amai Nema Habechor Meikara Right, this is a classic case of Muksel Going into Shabbat, the animal was okay because it was in his mother's stomach. And any animal that's in his mother's stomach is kosher because if you slaughter the mother, the animal is kosher inside, and there's no din of bechor. Until the animal emerges. So going into Shabbat, it was non-Muksa. It was born, once you show it to a rabbi, until you show it to a rabbi, it's Muksa. Because you don't know the status. So it became Muksa. Then you showed it to the rabbi, and the rabbi said, it's okay. It has a mum, therefore it's non-Muksa. And what does the Mishnah say? It's okay. You can eat it. So therefore you see what? In Muksa, in the Shabbat. On something that started off good. That temporarily became bad. And then became good again. It's good. So you say, En Mukseh, Lachatzi Shabbat. So you want to say, Amar Abaye, Veti Marav Safra, Kodiyat Vedayane Adam. Ah. 
the case is talking about where the rabbis were standing right there when the animal was born, where there was no moment that it was asur. It was mutar when it was in its mother's womb. And when it came out, it was mutar immediately, because the rabbis were standing right there. There was no second that it was asur. So that you don't have a case where it changed statuses. What do you mean, the flag? They checked it and it, was, it had a move. So really during that period it wasn't Muxa. Because you found out that it had. Wasn't Muxa. Yeah, because it had a move. Right, what, it was never Muxa over there. When it was in the mother's womb, it was okay to eat it. Because it came out until they checked it. No, but that's Muxa. Bottom line, you can't use it at that time. You're right, it's not enough right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Bottom line, until you know what it is, it's Muxa. Temporarily. It's Katisur. It's Katisur. It's It's in Muxelahasi Shabbat. Oh. Why in Muxelahasi Shabbat? In Muxelahasi Shabbat. Now we're going to bring a proof to us. The Gemara over here brings it reverse. The Gemara over here says that what in Muksel Lazi Shabbat. So I bring you proof in Muksel Lazi Shabbat. This animal that was in the mother's womb started off not Muksel. Temporarily it was Muksel when it was born. And then, of course, it has a now Bechor that you don't know what the status is. And then when the rabbi checked it out, it became permissible again. So you see what En Muqsir Lansi Shabbat. The Gemara says, no, you have no proof. It's talking about again when the rabbis are right there on site. And if it was non Muqsir throughout, you have no ayah that it changed statuses. Tashema. Hayah okhil ba'anabim. Isn't this all according to Bishmon? For this right, is all according to Bishmon. Doesn't Bishmon not hold of Muqsir anyway? So how can we bring, be bringing the question from him? What do you ask? This, this whole this brayta was according to the Bishmon, right? According to everybody. Yes. But it was according to everyone. Yes. The Shavim. Tashema haya ochel ba'anavim. Let's do the last case. What was the guy doing? He was eating grapes. Okay, big deal. He's allowed to eat grapes. Ve'otir. He had leftovers. The Alam the Gag. So what do you do with the leftover grapes? You bring them out to the roof. What do you want to bring out to the roof? To make raisins. La asot mem tzimukim. Beteinim, or you're eating figs. What do you do with leftover figs? Veotir. Veera le Gag. La asot mehem groglot. Don't make dried figs. Lo yuchal mehem. You cannot eat from these grapes or raisins or dried figs. Ad she yazmin me be'odyom. You have to make what's called a hazmana. What's hazmana? Before Yom Tov, you have to say, I'm going to eat from those grapes that are on the roof. 
וכן אתה מוצא באפרסקים מוצא אפרסקים פיצ'ס ובחבושים ובשאר כל מיני פירות לכן הוא היה בקייס The guy was eating grapes, let's say. Then he finished the grapes. You know, I'm going to go make grapes. He puts them on top of the roof. This is before Yom Tov is eating the grapes. Before Yom Tov, he puts the grapes on the roof. Now they become dry. He cannot eat them on Yom Tov now. Or Shabbat. Unless he says, Beferush before Shabbat. I'm designating I'm going to eat those fruit that are on the roof. If they're edible, what do you have to designate them for? Do I have to designate food before Shabbat? And if they're not edible, which is during the drying process, if they become unedible, that's like I'm mazmin a piece of wood to eat. Hazmana doesn't have a piece of wood to eat. If they're not edible, they're not edible. Hazmana doesn't have What's the case? You don't know. You don't know if they're going to be dried up on Shabbat or not. You don't know. Right? Which means a safek like this, if the Ba'alim don't know. They don't know if it dried before Shabbat or not. And then later on they found out that it dried before Shabbat. It's muta, you don't need a hazmana. You don't know whether it went into Shabbat dry or not. The Lacha says, if bottom line, on Shabbat, you were able to determine that it dried before Shabbat, you don't need a hazmana either. It's permissible. Uh-huh. You know what the kids talking about? It went into Shabbat, these grapes, edible. Middle of Shabbat, they became non-edible during the drying process. And then they became edible again. Oh, so this is a case of what? Shabbat. And what is it saying? If you tell me, we'll have to make a designation for. Just say, bottom line, it went to Shabbat, okay. I don't care if it changed statuses. Yes, Mukseh. Ela must be talking about there is Muksa Rosh Shabbat. Ki Azminu Mayavi. So then what's Azmanah do? If it's Muksa, Azmanah doesn't help me on something that's Muksa. So the Gemara says, the case has got nothing to do with anything. The case is a different case. Lord Sericha, De'ahzu. Ve'lo E'ahzu. De'ika inche de'akhre, ve'ika inche de'lo akhre. Azmin, galli da'ate. La Azmin, lo galli da'ate. The case is talking about like this. Really, it went into Shabbat quasi. Some people would eat it like this, and some people would not eat it. So, therefore, if you didn't make a hazmana, so therefore, since a lot of people don't eat it like this, it's going to be mukseh. But if you made a hazmana, so then you're showing you from the people that eat it like this, and therefore it's okay. Which is, it, it's not a case where it was not ra'ui, became ra'ui. I'm sorry, it's not a case where it was Ra'oi, then it became not Ra'oi, and then it became Yeraoi. Don't bring me an ayat, Mr. Muxil Hati Shabbat. The case was somebody went into Shabbat. It's Ra'oi. It's Ra'oi to some people, and to some people, it's not. Oh, so how do you know who you're part of? If you made Hazmana, if you made Hazmana, then you're showing that what? That you're from the people that eat it. And therefore, don't bring me an ayat in this case to Muxil Hati Shabbat.
Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.